section thirty eight of junior classics volume five stories that never grow old this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox dot org junior classics volume five stories that never grow old edited by william patton section thirty eight christian starts on his journey by john bunyan as i walked through the wilderness of this world i lighted on a certain place where was a den and i laid me down in that place to sleep and as i slept i dreamed a dream i dreamed and behold i saw a man clothed with rags standing in a certain place with his face from his own house a book in his hand and a great burden upon his back i looked and saw him open the book and read therein and as he read he wept and trembled and not being able longer to contain he brake out with a lamentable cry saying what shall i do i saw also that he looked this way and that way as if he would run yet he stood still because as i perceived he could not tell which way to go i looked then and saw a man named evangelist coming to him and asked wherefore dost thou cry he answered sir i perceive by the book in my hand that i am condemned to die and after that to come to judgment and i find that i am not willing to do the first nor able to do the second then said evangelist if this be thy condition why standest thou still he answered because i know not whither to go then he gave him a parchment roll and there was written within fly from the wrath to come the man therefore read it and looking upon evangelist very carefully said whither must i fly then said evangelist pointing with his finger over a very wide field do you see yonder wicket gate the man said no then said the other do you see yonder shining light he said i think i do then said evangelist keep that light in your eye and go up directly thereto so shalt thou see the gate at which when thou knockest it shall be told thee what thou shalt do so i saw in my dream that the man began to run now he had not run far from his own door but his wife and children perceiving it began to cry after him to return but the man put his fingers in his ears and ran on crying life life eternal life so he looked not behind him but fled towards the middle of the plain the neighbors also came out to see him run and as he ran some mocked others threatened and some cried after him to return and among those that did so 
there were two that resolved to fetch him back by force the name of the one was obstinate and the name of the other was pliable now by this time the man was got a good distance from them but however they were resolved to pursue him which they did and in a little time they overtook him then said the man neighbors wherefore are you come they said to persuade you to go back with us but he said that can by no means be be content good neighbors and go along with me obstinate what said obstinate and leave our friends and our comforts behind us christian yes said christian for that was his name because that all which you shall forsake is not worthy to be compared with a little of that that i am seeking to enjoy and if you will go along with me and hold it you shall fare as i myself for there where i go is enough and to spare come away and prove my words read it so if you will in my book obstinate tush said obstinate away with your book will you go back with us or no christian no not i said the other because i have laid my hand to the plough obstinate come then neighbor pliable let us turn again and go home without him pliable well neighbor obstinate said pliable i intend to go along with this good man and to cast in my lot with him now i saw in my dream that when obstinate was gone back christian and pliable went talking over the plain they drew near to a very miry slough that was in the midst of the plain and they being heedless did both fall suddenly into the bog the name of the slough was despond here they wallowed for a time being grievously bedaubed with the dirt and christian because of the burden that was on his back began to sink in the mire pliable then said pliable ah neighbor christian where are you now christian truly said christian i do not know pliable at that pliable began to be offended and angrily said to his fellow is this the happiness you have told me all this while of if we have such ill luck at our first setting out what may we expect twixt this and our journey's end may i get out again with my life you shall possess the country alone and with that he gave a desperate struggle or two and got out of the mire on that side of the slough which was next to his own house so away he went and christian saw him no more wherefore christian was left to tumble in the slough of despond alone he endeavoured to struggle to the side of the slough but could not get out because of the burden that was upon his back but i beheld in my dream that a man came to him whose name was help who said 
give me thy hand so he gave him his hand and he drew him out and set him upon sound ground and bid him go on his way evangelist what doest thou here christian art not thou the man that i found crying without the walls of the city of destruction christian yes dear sir i am the man evangelist did not i direct thee the way to the little wicket gate christian yes dear sir said christian evangelist how is it then that thou art so quickly turned aside for thou art now out of the way christian i met with a gentleman so soon as i had got over the slough of despond who persuaded me that i might in the village before me find a man that could take off my burden evangelist what was he christian he looked like a gentleman and talked much to me and got me at last to yield so i came hither but when i beheld this hill and how it hangs over the way i suddenly made a stand lest it should fall on my head evangelist from this little wicket gate and from the way thereto hath this wicked man turned thee to the bringing of thee almost to destruction hate therefore his turning thee out of the way and abhor thyself for hearkening to him christian sir what think you is there hopes may i now go back and go up to the wicket gate shall i not be abandoned for this and sent back from thence ashamed i am sorry i have hearkened to this man's counsel but may my sin be forgiven evangelist then said evangelist to him thy sin is very great yet will the man at the gate receive thee for he has good will for men so christian went on with haste neither spake he to any man by the way and in process of time he got up to the gate now over the gate there was written knock and it shall be opened unto you he knocked therefore more than once or twice and at last there came a grave person to the gate named goodwill who asked who was there and whence he came and what he would have christian i come from the city of destruction but am going to mount zion that i may be delivered from the wrath to come i would therefore sir since i am informed that by this gate is the way thither know if you are willing to let me in goodwill i am willing with all my heart said he and with that he opened the gate but how is it that you came alone christian because none of my neighbors saw their danger as i saw mine goodwill did any of them know of your coming christian yes my wife and children saw me at the first 
and called after me to turn again also some of my neighbors stood crying and calling after me to return but i put my fingers in my ears and so came on my way goodwill but did none of them follow you to persuade you to go back christian yes both obstinate and pliable but when they saw that they could not prevail obstinate went railing back but pliable came with me a little way goodwill but why did he not come through christian we indeed came both together until we came to the slough of despond into the which we also suddenly fell and then was my neighbor pliable discouraged and would not adventure further wherefore getting out again on that side next to his own house he told me i should possess the brave country alone for him so he went his way and i came mine he after obstinate and i to this gate christian began to gird up his loins and to address himself to his journey so the other told him that some distance from the gate he would come to the house of the interpreter at whose door he should knock and he would show him excellent things then christian took his leave of his friend and he again bid him godspeed end of section thirty eight